Well, I have my, my stuff together, so whenever we decide. Yeah, I think I'm to, ready to go. Yeah. Do we just so am I? You're gonna you're gonna keep doing Vader. Okay. Wow, that didn't sound. When Rain Chris gets <laughs> no right. Look, you're gonna keep doing Vader, all right? Until he until he turns to our side. Keep him happy, all right? That's all we're saying. Just keep him happy. Yeah, well, look how well that worked out for everybody else. <laughs> Just keep him occupied. What happened to his last girlfriend? Uh, uh, <laughs> hmm. It didn't work out. Yeah. She she was a little moody. <laughs> You're listening to the Epically Geeky Show, a place for all things geeky. And now, here's your host, Eugene Stevens. Welcome out to the Epically Geeky Show, episode number 13. I am your host. He's like going through that really fast before we can jump in. Well, that was a good talk. That's exactly right. That was a classic talk over. Tonight's opening question. Tonight's opening question is a classic geek question. People have been asking each other for, well, pretty much the beginning of time when it comes to geekdom. And tonight's opening question is the Enterprise or the Millennium Falcon? Cyrus Martin, Enterprise or Millennium Falcon? No. Uh, well, that's an interesting question. Depends on contextual uh, factors and uh, pieces of the puzzle that you have to evaluate in a overarching uh Networking scheme. It depends on your. Which one are you picking? <laughs> well, it depends on what you're trying to do, dude. Like the Enterprise is a huge ship with like hundreds of people, if not more. I don't know how many people on it, but uh, and depending on which Enterprise you're talking about, and it has all these advanced super weapons, and then the Millennium Falcon is like uh, pieced together, uh, you know. Uh, weekend warrior job that uh, somehow makes it through everything, and we all love it because it's it's not supposed to still be working and functioning, but somehow it still is. You know, it, it, what you're talking about is the difference between your brain and your heart. Okay, the the Enterprise. Is okay, your brain. if you had to fly, if you had to fly one of these two ships, if you were going to travel through space in one of these two ships, which one would you choose? The Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> Without a doubt. Okay. That's what I was trying to get. Okay. that sketch on In Living Color where the guy is just using all these really big words and he doesn't know what they mean? <laughs> big. Enterprise or, Enterprise or Millennium Falcon? Uh, well, as far as I know, the Enterprise can't make the Kessel Run in less than 12 parsecs, so I'm going to go with the Millennium The Millennium Alrighty, Falcon man. breaks down every five minutes. It breaks down. It's garbage, but the garbage will do, okay? The Enterprise has a microwave that it's makes food. It's good enough food. for Han <laughs> and good enough for Huey and good enough for Ray, all three of who are whom are perfect, pure cinnamon buns that are too good for this world. It's good enough for me. Well, all righty then. Uh, Lewis, uh, Millennium Falcon or Enterprise? It's not even a debate. It's Enterprise, like, hands down, tenfold. <laughs> It's not a debate. It's not gotcha. a debate. <laughs> I should add that I don't watch Star Trek, so. Okay. <laughs> and now, now here's Chris? the actual question. Hold oh, on. Here's the I'm actual sorry? question. Have the nerds deciphered how fast warp speed is in compared to the Kessel Run? 
Yes, they have, and oh, God. I'm not going to look it up. <laughs> no, we okay. must go through all of this in no. detail. I yes. have you know what? Go ahead and look it up. I asked Chris. Chris, uh, Enterprise or Millennium Falcon? Uh, I'm going to pick the Enterprise because they have a holodeck, and that would be fun. Oh, so you're going with the next generation Enterprise. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Clearly that one. Ray, what say you? Well, Chris just stole my thunder, and I mean, as as much as I just I, stole your idea, I didn't steal your thunder. No, you stole my thunder. I stole your idea. So, no, I didn't. <laughs> I, as much as I would love to choose the Millennium Falcon, I have to go with uh, the the Enterprise, uh, but not just for the holodeck. Also, to have Whoopi uh, Goldberg as my bartender. So. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, what's up? Will I get some of that Whoopi Goldberg action going? <laughs> no, no, no. Everybody's seen right, Ghost. So. Y'all remember Ghost? Yeah. Uh huh. No. <laughs> really? Oh, I've seen it. That's what you're picking from? <laughs> Whoa, my love. Oh, God. And I'm going to wrap this up and definitely say, uh, yeah, sorry, I have to go with the Enterprise. Uh, there's and everyone's basically brought out all the things that make me want to say Enterprise over Millennium Falcon. I like fixing stuff. Uh, I after the week that I've had of fixing all these little things around the house, I'm tired of fixing shit. I'd like to get on a ship and go and not have to worry about it breaking down every five minutes. Um, also, uh, depending on how like how much time we're going to be spending on said ship. Um, you know, the Enterprise is huge. There's lots of people to visit with or whatever. Granted, you know, I tend not to be that, you know, sociable. Um, yeah, I've, I've just got to go Enterprise because when it comes to, you know, if you actually have to get into some shit with some other people, uh, bigger is generally better and it does have a lot more weapons. So, yeah, i got to go with the Enterprise. So, so but Millennium yeah. Fa- uh, Millennium Falcon, yeah, Millennium Falcon goes in the fire is what we're saying, right? No, it doesn't go in the fire, you mother... <laughs> All right, so... <laughs> Um, tonight's main topic, uh, I got the idea for this. Um, you know that's what's going to happen in the next much. Star Wars, by the way, don't you? They're going really? to blow it. up the Millennium Falcon. It's going to be just like it. it's going to be just like Star Trek Three, but it's going to be Millennium Falcon. Yeah, but the thing is, is they seem to destroy them, the Enterprise, like every single of the newer movies. It's like every single one they keep destroying the Dude, Enterprise. It's and like they'll build a new Millennium Falcon. I don't know if that'd be awesome or if that'd be sacrilegious. Anyway, back to the main topic. Um, the main, see, you got me totally No, derailed. let's talk uh, about the this. main topic. <laughs> no, let's not. Um, that's another to- that's another show. Um, like I said, not to date uh, tonight's episode too much, but uh, we're kind of in the middle of, a, of electoral hell as it is here in the states, and um, I'm sure at some point almost everyone has either thought or said the words, "Man, I'm just going to have to vote for the lesser of two evils." And I thought, well, let's 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 test that theory. Let's let's crank it up to eleven on this one. So, on tonight's episode, everyone is going to take a supervillain, and we are going to have a, kind of a mock debate. And at the end, we are going to figure out um, who we would vote for in this given scenario. Uh, essentially, we're going to figure out who we would vote for to be the lesser of all of these evils. Tonight, um, I will be representing uh, the Decepticon party, and of course, our candidate is Megatron. Uh, Cyrus, who will you be re- representing tonight? Rum raw, the ever living. <laughs> yes. All right. Ray, who are you representing tonight? 
I have the very honorable Cobra Commander. Chris, you are representing who? I have Skeletor. Awesome. Uh, Lainey, you are representing... Uh, I'm representing uh, Lord Vader. And uh, Lewis, who are you representing? Uncle Will, I mean, the Shredder. <laughs> so uh, we're going to go around here. We're going to have we're going to start off with some opening statements of, about uh, the people we're representing. Then we're going to go through. We're going to find out where they stand on some of the more important issues, and then finally we'll kind of wrap up with a somewhat of a debate. You know, bring up any specific things we want to point out about our our the per, the people we're representing, or maybe the, some of the things about the other people people are representing. Um, I, so I'm going to go ahead and start off. Oh, I'm sorry. Can I just throw something out real quick? Yes, absolutely. Well, I just wanted to say, uh, when I heard Lainey refer to Lord Vader like that, I was like, suddenly I had a flashback to 2008 where my pre- previous wife and I were uh, in, actually politically involved, and we uh, did some stuff for the Obama campaign. And so I met some like political activists. I met some interns that were working for the Democratic Party, and they're very, like, soft-spoken, matter-of-fact, um, you know, internish, you know, very business-like people, and when she said, I'll be representing uh, Lord Vader, it just reminded me of that, like, <laughs> the way that, they, you know, the, they bring up all the political stuff, so yeah, and then, um, you know, I'll be I'm representing uh, the Dark Lord Vader, and we'll go over his agenda. And <laughs> <laughs> it seemed, that's very political, the way she came across. I'm sorry. Well, to be fair, my original job choice was uh, I wanted to be a political correspondent. This is going to be great. This is going to be great. <laughs> this is going to be awesome. I hope this does as well. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to get started here. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so good evening. Uh, I am speaking for the uh, uh, Decepticon Party. And tonight, um, I'm here to represent, of course, the only candidate that you can vote for. And that is, of course, Megatron. Now, your puny little culture of, of, of flesh creatures, you're constantly involved in wars. And it seems like when you get out of one war, you move into another war. No one knows war like Megatron. Megatron has been helming a war for centuries for eons no one knows war like Megatron and if you want to actually end a war you need someone who knows war um, but it's not just war Megatron is will have his hands in everything uh, for example some of your wars you seem to fight over things like you know oil and you know natural gas and you know these old school ways of, of, of powering things if you vote Megatron Megatron will have his hand in everything, and we will squeeze every ounce of energon from this planet. I mean, we're going to work on alternative sources of, uh, you know, uh, uh, energy. So, you know, solar power, power, gas, nuclear, strip mining, coal mines with little children, whatever we can to make sure that we don't have to depend on foreign oil. So remember... If you want to end the war, if you want to find alternate sources of energy, there is only but one vote, and that is to vote for Megatron. I will hand it off to Cyrus Martin. Cyrus, what would you like to say on behalf of Mumra? 
Well, first of all, thank you everyone for joining us today. I'm very privileged to be able to lay out uh, what I believe to be a very, um, um, a very good case for who I believe is the only choice for our next leader. And when we're looking at leadership, it's important to remember where we came from and who we are and what we want in the future as far as uh, um, our leader goes. Because our leader says a lot about uh, what, we're, what we want and what we're capable of as a people, a society, and a culture. Okay, so if you were to look back into our past, you have to consider what were the greatest cultures that we've ever had? Uh, what are good examples of what would, you know, what do we want to aspire to be? We want to aspire to have a society that functions, that is inclusive, that can build, that can create a lasting, uh, not only future for our people, but also a lasting impression that will that will be carried over for generations yet to come. And if you're to look back in our past societies, there's no greater example of that than Egypt. And Egypt uh, has left behind uh, these great icons for us. Even now we can look back on and we can go visit these things, actually. They're still present today. They've lasted that long. You know, there's statues. There's obviously pyramids. There's all kinds of evidence of, of the greatness that Egypt had achieved. So what if I was to tell you that all of the benefits and, and uh, the, uh, the capabilities and the influence present that, that, were that, that created such a thing, that created this lasting impressionist society that carried over, that has actually affected every society since, what if I was to tell you that there was a figure that we could turn to in this day and age with the, year, with the thousands of years of leadership experience to make that happen again? Well, it's not just a dream, it's a reality. Because Mumra has been resurrected. Uh, he, once again, he, he has gone back into his sarcophagus and come out restored and rejuvenated and ready to take on today's challenges. Now, Mumra offers a lot uh, more than just his experience. Mumra comes with a tremendous amount of, of benefits uh, as far as what he's capable of, of giving all of us. You have to understand, this is a strong, uh, a strong-willed, uh, confident leader with the personality that people can get behind. He's he has, he he is an iconic figure. Okay. So he's going to get the attention of the media. He's going to get the attention of the young people because, let's face it, the young people respect power. And what greater example of power is there than an immortal being that has the capability of uh, electrokinesis, levitation, necromancy, alchemy, shape-shifting, temporal manipulation, teleportation, psychokinesis, transfiguration, mind control, astral projection, and can see great distances through his mud pit. In fact, he could spy on all of the other countries to find out exactly what they're up to. In ways, he can, he can actually achieve things that have never been possible without putting any boots on the ground or risking any American lives. So what I'm offering you as a leader with the ability to do things that have never been done uh, to recreate a society that once existed in its glory and, and bring that glory to the modern age, who, can, who has the personality 
the confidence and the will to see it through and uh, basically uh, offers uh, <laughs> now 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 Mumra is not perfect. We all know that that uh, Mumra has been dealing with the terrorist faction for a long time, and that comes with every great leader. Every great leader faces his challenges, but he is he is our best opportunity to deal with this this problem that exists out there. Much like we've had to deal with our terrorists, he's had his also. But he could bring his arsenal to that challenge as well. So I think Mumra offers uh, everything that we need, uh, everything that we that that we would want, and everything that we deserve in our leader. So I make my case to you uh, for Mumra, the ever living. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> uh, up next, uh, Ray. Uh, what have you to say on behalf of Cobra Commander? Ladies and gentlemen, I need to make sure that you understand that we are talking about the future of this, not just the country that we're talking, you know, but we are talking the world. We need a world leader. So I am representing Cobra Commander and this loyal man and I say man because he is human. He is not a mummy. He is not some robot from some other place. Oh, so we're slinging mud now. Is that what's happening? Uh, no, let him finish. Let him finish. Do we really have to listen to this? These, these are opening statements, gentlemen. <laughs> Can we refrain and allow me to speak? Please go on. <laughs> this, this gentleman knows what this generation needs, and he knows where the future lies. He will embody what humanity wants to be, and everyone will strive to become him. I am telling you this because I believe he is the one to carry us forward. If you want hope, if you want a future, this is the only man, the only human to go for right now. And that's all I need to say right now because that is all there is to be said. He's not a human. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, Chris, uh, what is it uh, you would like to say on behalf of Skeletor? Sir, she's dying right now. I heard that he has small hands. Oh. <laughs> A reminder to the delegate from uh, Egypt that uh, any mudslinging during opening statements will be taken from your time at the end. He's not from Egypt. He's not of this planet either. <laughs> Tell you what, uh, Louis, would you like to again step in? Yeah, I'll go ahead uh, and step the, in. Uh, Unlike all this spiritual mumbo-jumbo and from all of this talk of people that are not from this planet, the Shredder is from this planet. He puts your youth to work, uh, learning skills in, in distribution and uh, economics and marketing. Uh, he can also he also deals with a terrorist, uh, bio terrorists that are underground, and uh, he can <laughs> oh God. cure them along with all your ills as well. Don't listen to these other people. They're not even from this planet. Vote for Shredder. 
Thank you, sir. Uh, Chris, would you like to step in now uh, for Skeletor? I'm going to try. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I am here as a representative from the... Uh, Minion Union of Skeletor. I believe that Skeletor is the future of this great nation and the world because we have done nothing with democracy. We need a sole leader to lead us into the future and and he will take us there with his fabulous fashion and great Excuse me, please. Oh, I just want everybody to get along. <laughs> oh I'm very Canadian of you. Um, Lainey, Wait, would so, you like so, to? So, say who's your name? running mate, Hordak? <laughs> no, Hordak. We don't say that name. He abandoned us. Thank you very much. <laughs> Lainey, what would you like to say on behalf of uh, uh, Lord Vader? Uh, well, uh, as the uh, delegate, or I'm sorry, not the delegate, but the um, <clears throat> nominee for the Galactic Empire Party, uh, Lord Vader, he he really represents that rags-to-riches story, and that's what America's all about. You know, from his early life as a young man on the dusty planet of Tatooine, you know, getting swept up and taken off to far-off lands. Think of the experience that Lord Vader has. You know, I mean, all the way through the Clone Wars, just all the different political matters that he's been involved with and the way that he's handled them. You know. (coughs) He wasn't in the Senate. (coughs) Excuse me. Thank you. As far as war is concerned, what war? What war with Vader? Think about his foreign policy. Think about the way he handled Alderaan. You know, I just he he's just a perfect example of how to handle that with just just grace and and efficiency. Um, as far as alternative matters and alternative <laughs> alternative energy sources are concerned, think about the fact that that man has to figure out how to power the Death Star, hypermatter reactors. They're the way of the future, my friend. I'm telling you. Uh, and finally, you know, just to keep this short and sweet, he's a family man. <laughs> above anything else <laughs> just single father <laughs> just oh my God. and a man of the faith <laughs> in fact he finds the lack of faith in this country very disturbing Wow. so I, I implore you to really look deep down and consider Lord Vader what about his connections with Halliburton are you not going to mention any of that <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do we have to remind the delegate uh, for uh, for uh, <clears throat> the representative from please? Egypt? Yes. <laughs> All right. It's Let's move on to our second round. Uh, we're just going to go he's around. Actually and, from, uh, he's actually just, from Thundera, but anyway. Yes. Whatever. Uh, we're going to go around and uh, just uh, go around real quick on talk about some of these brief uh, issues. Uh, of course. Everyone tends to vote on you know the issues that they find to be most important. So we're just going to hit some of the highlights. Um, we're going to start off with civil rights. Uh, and the first thing is, how does your candidate fall on 
uh, pro-life or pro-choice. We'll start with uh, the outspoken uh, delegate from Egypt. So, uh, Cyrus, uh, Mumra, is he pro-life or pro-choice? He's from Thundera. Clearly, <laughs> clearly, Mumra is, has always been pro-life. I mean, Mumra has been restored back to life many, many times through his sarcophagus. And he recognizes the value of life like no one. I mean, he's lived for thousands of years. And obviously, if he didn't value life, uh, he, wouldn't, uh, he wouldn't continue that process. So, you know, not only does Mumra value life, Mumra has the ability to save life in a way that no other candidate here can even begin to offer. So when you talk about pro-life, Mumra can redefine what that even means. So uh, there, there is no greater pro-life candidate in, in the available choices here today. Thank you. Mic drop. <laughs> no, I'm going to have to jump in here because the Shredder and the Foot Clan have already there, – there, there is no reinventing. It's already been done. The Foot Clan are robotic soldiers. There is no more loss of life due to little conflicts between countries. <laughs> the name of your candidate is the Shredder. Exactly. It's a nickname from you as a kid. <laughs> Huh. <laughs> and is he pro-life or pro-choice? I think we all know the answer to that. Pro-life, of course. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. Look at his history. Look at look at what he's done. What happened to Hamato Yoshi? <laughs> he was exiled. <laughs> oh, so that's the he story that we're going with. He wasn't he was exiled. How dumb do you think the American public is? We know what happened. Release the tape. No, nothing. Release the tape. <laughs> all right, all right, order. Gentlemen, order. gentlemen. Order. order. <clears throat> all right, so, uh, Ray. Um, how does uh, how does um, how does Cobra Commander come down on pro life or pro choice? This is extremely easy. This is pro choice, and it's his choice. <laughs> Liberal. Got it. <laughs> um, Chris Skeletor, pro life, pro choice. Um, I do believe, without a shadow of a doubt, that the great leader Skeletor would be willing to view the advantages of a pro-choice uh, reign under his supervision. That's because he has no soul. Gotcha. No, he has no faith. Blaney, <laughs> Vader, pro, pro-life, pro-choice. Uh, Lord Vader has the faith. I'm sorry. I'm right, wait a minute. This is going to be good. This is going to be yeah. good. I, I'd love to hear this one. Great pace, please. Uh, Lord, Lord Vader has taken a uh, pro-choice stance for very, very obvious reason. We're just going <laughs> to leave it at that. Okay. Megatron is clearly pro-life. Um, listen, human flesh creatures, the all life is precious. And we need as many lives as we can to work the salt mines and control them. <laughs> but we need those lives. So, I mean, as soon as, you know, you start to, you know, procreate, that life is precious. It's precious to him. It's, it's a resource for his, our future. What happened to Optimus Prime? Right. <laughs> Excuse remember? me? Anybody remember what happened? Who? Something happened to him. I can't remember. 
Oh, yeah, because, you know, Mumra isn't dealing with other things going on, you know, because I'm sure he's all... Wait, what happened to Starscream? Anybody remember what happened to Starscream? Yeah, don't put Starscream as your, on your, as your running mate. Yeah. Oh, of course not. We'll, we can talk about running mates later, gentlemen. Um, so let's move on. Um, gay oh, marriage. Okay. Let's move on, then. Uh, gay marriage. How does... Uh, uh, I'll go ahead and jump in here. Um, Megatron cares not for... These silly things. All flesh creatures are the same, so whoever wants to get married, we don't care. We're pro gay marriage, whatever. Uh, Darth Vader, pro uh, gay marriage. Uh, Lord Vader has taken a uh, very pro stance on gay marriage, um, as has been very publicized in the media as of late. He does have a uh, a gay son, and he supports his gay son's choices and. And and really really feels that you know this is this is just a step that America needs to take in the right direction. So. Are, are you confusing gay with incestuous? No. <laughs> Can't even Does nobody see. like seen any of this? <laughs> Can't even oh. raise his family right. Oh yeah. Uh, so uh, that's um, slander, and I will have none of it. Cobra Commander uh, on gay marriage. Great. <laughs> I'm being silent because there is, once again, no choice. It is his choice. And if he chooses that you are <laughs> able to be married, then he will choose so. Thank you. Shredder, uh, pro, uh, gay marriage? He doesn't care as long as you're... Uh, Obedient servant. He cares not. <laughs> gotcha. Sounds about right. Uh, Skeletor? Um, Game marriage? He, Skeletor himself does support gay marriage as his numerous, very flashy loincloth attire suggests <laughs> himself. Partake <laughs> <laughs> in this. <laughs> you know they're oh, man. Oh, very good. And Mumra, where does where does Mumra come down on gay marriage? Well, I was just talking to um, our Lord Mumra for a moment about this, and he he wants to commend the Cobra Commander on his stance of uh, assigning the role of marriage to the populace. However, um, Mumra is a traditional um, leader. Who believes in our in our core values as a society, and and the past is very important. So, Mamra um, believes that individuals obviously have the right to live their life how they choose and how they see fit, but he doesn't think that the state should be involved in assigning uh, things like this. So he believes that people should have the right to engage in whatever uh, unions that they decide to, but that the uh, the state will choose how that uh, how that is best uh, served for the overall development of society. So we'd like to leave it at that. <laughs> how very political of you. <laughs> um, the next thing we'll be talking about is immigration, both open borders and building walls. Uh, would the sure like to uh, give his thoughts on open borders and building walls first? I say open it all up. Let them all in. They're all under my control anyway. 
Megatron would like to completely agree <laughs> with that. Uh, uh, puny flesh creatures can move about however they want as long as they are doing their assigned duties. It doesn't matter. Let them live where they want to live. Darth Vader? Uh, Lord Vader has um, a, a bit of a murky stance on this. Um, his foreign policy, again, is uh, very swift in general. So uh, while he likes to keep a very open border policy, um, just keep in mind that uh, he's really not one to cross. Otherwise, there won't be a border to cross. Here, here. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Boom. Mumra, thoughts? Uh, Mumra is a uh, obviously a master architect uh, who has uh, overseen the the, the uh, construction of many, many, many uh, advanced projects over the years. Building an enormous wall would be no challenge. However, uh, there are so much, so many better things that could be built, and and so much uh, better uh, use of the resources of, of people. Uh, so, yeah, Mumra is not in favor of necessarily building a wall. Um, perhaps building um, other constructions that might be of better use for uh, problem people. Uh, so, yeah, the, the Mumra would would. While Mumra is capable, um, this is not a primary concern. The border will not be an issue. Got it. Um, Skeletor, open border, building walls? Um, as many of you know, Skeletor has been a prisoner of war and been tortured for information about uh, certain topics. So for him, he believes no borders, no countries, one country under his rule. So there would be no prisoners sure. of war. I always got to bring up the torture. <laughs> John McCain over here. <laughs> uh, Cobra Commander. Let me be clear. There is no border because this will be one government, one man in control of all things. I'm telling you now, this is what we need for the future. This is what we need to survive. And we will do better as one led by one. Wow. <laughs> nice. Very nice passionate. Megatron, Megatron applies this. Oh, God. Moving on to environmental issues. Alternative energy and recycling. Vader. How does he? How do you feel about alternative energy sources and recycling? Well, again, I mean, uh, having a more of a background in a galaxy far, far away, uh, alternative uh, energy is is a very, very high priority for Lord Vader. Um, he uh, is really willing to do whatever it takes. Again, take all the uh, the engineers and everything that he he has. Uh, brilliantly hired uh, to uh, build and rebuild and rebuild the uh, Death Star. And uh, look, look at how incredible that turned out. Very all, true. All different times. So uh, this this is something that is uh, is really, really high on, on his docket. So as far as recycling goes, I mean, again, look at all that the Death Star has to offer. So recycling's not really a high, high priority, but, uh, you know. Gotcha. <laughs> Not really too much you can do with a blowed up planet. All right. Really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with a blowed up planet. Mumra. 
<laughs> alternative energy and recycling. <laughs> well, oh, first, first off, let me talk about alternative energy. Um, I don't think that there's any candidate that can offer the diversity of Mumra's energy plan. A Mumra's energy plan obviously involves what we know as traditional forms of energy, but there's also his ability to harness uh, mystical energy, uh, um, psychic energy, uh, um, mind control, psychokinetic energy, but all. And then you have to remember he is in touch with the ancient spirits of evil, and the ancient spirits of evil have powers that um, can manifest in ways that we haven't even seen yet. He can actually change. Uh, the way we think about energy. And you can see this evidenced uh, when Mumra changes form. You know, uh, This could be something that in some way could be uh, harnessed and, and uh, used to, to better all of society. Um, Mumra um, uh, is also uh, in, in the constant uh, effort to research and obtain... Um, the uh, Eye of Thundera, and should he be able to do that um, through his efforts, then the the energy potential here just skyrockets. You know what will be possible once that uh, once the terrorists have been defeated and he's able to um, restore the Power Stones, then everything will really change for everyone. So energy is a, a core a cornerstone in the pyramid of Mumra's plan. Now, as far as recycling, how could you not recognize that Mumra himself has been recycled over thousands and thousands of years? What candidate offers a more personal and uh, uh, clearly uh, present um, manifestation that he supports recycling? Obviously, he himself is recycling. So he is the recycling candidate, and he is, in fact, recycling himself. Now, so I don't think there's anything else I can say about it. Mumra's recycling and energy plans are unparalleled. Yes, and once Mumra gets off his hippy dippy bullshit with his psychedelic stuff, Megatron can show you the path to true energy. We've harnessed the energy crystals of Burma. We've harnessed the power of bringing the planet Cybertron to Earth to help unleash its full potential. There is so much energy in this planet that we just have to kind of crack it open a little bit and we can harness all of that power. And that's going to be one of our major, major concerns if you elect from uh, Megatron. And as for being, as for recycling, come on. I mean, you know, Mumrod just keeps coming back as the same guy. I, you know, Megatron came back as Galvatron. And then has come back even again. After he got his ass kicked. After yeah, he got his ass kicked. And, and, and what, what happened with the unicorn? And, and then he's come back again as Megatron in multiple forms. He's able to actually change his form, recycling himself into many different forms. Whereas Mumra's just beating that same old drum over and over again. That's oh, all I have to say about it. You that. make a good case for your robot. <laughs> <laughs> Shredder. Look. You should know something about recycling since you got dumped in the trash truck. Look, look, look. There's, there's no need for all these promises of interdimensional assistance. There's no need to recycle anything. There's no need to invent new energy sources. We're going to go back to feudal Japan style. Everybody's going to have what they need. I need all the energy that's already there. So 
We know Don't worry Japan. about any of that. I'll take care of the rest. And there's members of the Foot Clan party. They can get assistance from interdimensional spaces. So don't worry about recycling anything. Don't worry about energy. Don't worry about wall plugs. Yeah, just don't worry about <laughs> anything, right? That's... Yeah, don't worry about anything. Sure. I can take care of it. Okay, how did that work out at the end of the second Ninja Turtle movie? <laughs> that was, and, and that was super shredder. At, at, at least I've done something. I'm getting my ass kicked by cats. <laughs> but Thundercats, that's different. Thank, thank you. We appreciate the support. Nope. Cobra uh, Commander. There's not nothing without, on. without Papa Palpatine, so back up. Oh. Cobra Commander, thoughts on uh, alternative energy and recycling? Oh, this will be good. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let me say that uh, under the guidance of the Cobra Commander, <laughs> all scientists will be brought together. And again, under his guidance, all of our issues will be dealt with. And the, the manipulation of energies will be for the best. I'm sorry, I have somebody poking me in the ear right now. <laughs> you can't deal with those issues. You didn't even yeah, deal with, yeah. with uh, Cobra, this is, Serpentor. This is grown up the Serpentor time. issue. We don't have time for the, you know, if you're going to, if you can't handle someone poking you in the ear, how are you going to be a leader? I think I'm Serpentor not the leader. Was commander you. that will be the leader. And he does not flinch. Well, how do you think he'd feel about your performance here? I'm going to be dead after this. <laughs> <laughs> we would like to support, we would like to support this effort that uh, Cobra Commander yes. will in in, in <laughs> the party agrees. Um, Skeletor, how does how, what is Skeletor's stance on alternative energy and recycling? As a magical being himself, he will be able to harness his energy and magic powers and create a world that best suits him to rule over. <laughs> All you people with your magic mumbo jumbo. Oh, shut sure. up. I agree. Go, 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 I agree. Go bury your head in the sand again. <laughs> and finally, we'll be talking about global issues, um, particularly um, terrorism and trade with other countries. Um, would... Uh, Skeletor, like to start this one off. <laughs> uh, trade and terrorism. Okay. Trade hasn't worked out so good in the past for Skeletor as he had been abandoned on a planet <laughs> for dead. He would rather just have no borders. It all be one communal working oh, trade if- system that he rules over. And there would be no terrorists because he rules over everybody. La di da. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like Mumro has something to say. <laughs> he always has something to say. <laughs> what are the two topics again? There's uh, I, I, saw, I got uh, I fell terrorism, asleep. <laughs> terrorism and trade with other countries. Okay. Um, yeah, of course, uh, Mumra we know has a lot of experience dealing with terrorists. And is continuing to um, 
<laughs> it's continuing. It's like catnip would have solved his problems like years ago. <laughs> How about how's those turtles doing? Is the turtles a problem for you? Those water lizards will be dealt with. Don't worry about that. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, Mumra's uh, efforts against the terrorists are well documented. Um, and as far as trade goes, Mumra uh, trades with all kinds of societies all over the world. I mean. Just like in ancient Egypt. I mean, this is something that, uh, like I said, this is a huge benefit of someone with the experience of a leader like Mamra. He, he's able to go back to the past, and he knows what works. He knows what works between countries and what works between societies, what they need and how to, you know, meet those needs in, in trade. So this is, this, is an, this is actually one of, the, one of the areas that Mamra has unparalleled experience in. So as far as trade goes, yeah, this is something that you would want someone, you would need Mumra to do, really, because no one else here knows how to trade. Everyone else here wants to take. Oh, yeah, you traded so well for your henchmen's weapons, a bunch of sticks and <laughs> bows and rocks. a big talk coming from someone who's virgin nemesis to be defeated by distracting them with pizza. <laughs> First of all, uh, I'm, I'm not going to engage in these personal attacks against uh, these... <laughs> Lesser candidates, uh, and it is important to note, like I said, that uh, sometimes a leader has to make deals rather than uh, what, what happened with Lando again. I can't remember. There's something happening in the clouds <laughs> there, but uh, yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah, Mumra is the leader you need if you want fair and open trade. Shredder, thoughts on ISIS uh, terrorist and uh, trade with other countries? The, 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 there's no trade with other countries. It's it's one way. <laughs> the stuff comes my way, and that's it. There's no trading. And as far as the terrorists, they're going to be handled soon. <laughs> Always looking to the future. Exactly. Good way to go. Maybe you can get some aliens to do it for you. <laughs> hey, Darth, Commander? Darth Vader, or you're not doing anything. <laughs> uh, Cobra me. Commander. <laughs> Yes, hold on. I want to hear what Cobra Commander thinks about terrorism. <laughs> <laughs> Cobra Commander is extremely familiar with terrorism, having been described a terrorist himself, with the understanding that it is not terrorism, it is freedom that he's fighting for. The freedom oh, okay. of this planet. So yeah. he knows how to deal with terrorists because he has not been one, but been told he was one, even though he was fighting for the better. We really can't argue with this. He uses those same uh, tactics against those terrorists. So he will be able to uh, fight against terrorism. As for trade, again, I agree with Shredder. I agree with many of my other other candidates that there is no trade. It will be filtered down appropriately upon his uh, Cobra commander's uh, approval. We would just like to compliment uh, Cobra Commander on his use of the Weather Dominator in his fight against the terrorists, by the way. Oh, my God. But wasn't he, was, wasn't he cooed by his own people? Just saying. Oh. Uh, no, that's uh, incorrect. Uh, there's uh, no evidence of that at all. By the way, didn't you have to trade with Zartan to get that back? I'm just trying to remember. So, the trade was postulate. Yes. Mm. It's no. excessive, gentlemen. Megatron would like to step in for a moment and just say, as for the terrorist, um, 
there's always going to be a group of um, opposite-minded individuals that uh, will, will need to be dealt with. Um, as long as they do it uh, peacefully, it's something we might can work out. But if if they just refuse to 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 see the light of day, um, you know, like I said in my opening statement, sometimes we have to bear arms, and if that's what it takes. That's what it takes. As for trade with other countries, obviously we have to trade with other countries. What we produce needs to go to countries that don't have such things. Um, hopefully, once elected, we can figure out what regions of this planet produce the best uh, items and then ship it off to other parts so we can you know, streamline the efficiency. There's no need to, to grow food all over this planet. That makes no sense. We need one centralized location. Those people will be dealt with to deal with food. The others can be focusing on stuff like energy production and alternative just, energy production. I would just like to say that your understanding of society is very robotic. I, I was gonna hey, say, hey uh, Mr. Robot, tell me how, how deep that trench is in the ocean. Ah, yes. That's funny. How that how long did it take you to scrub all the smell out of your cape, you know, when you got dumped in that trash can? Anyway, um Lord Vader, final thoughts on this. <clears throat> uh well as far as um as uh, terrorism is concerned, Lord Vader really does have a way with um working things out with people. It's it's almost as if he has just these incredible negotiating abilities. It's like he can get into the other person's head and just really get them to come around to his way of thinking. It's it's truly incredible to watch. Um Mumra would, uh, Mum would like to offer his uh his uh compliments to Darth Vader's uh, negotiation <laughs> tactics. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Well received. Thank you. Um, but as far as trade is concerned, oh, you know, as as long as that trade is is of use to the empire, um, he he's all for it. Um, unfortunately, when that trade does go wrong, we uh we have ways of dealing with that as well. But um, like you blockades. Know. <clears throat> Excuse me, I have the floor. What happened to the Death Star? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Oh, but uh, you know, if negotiations don't work, um, we we do have the uh, availability of bounty hunters that sometimes seem to sort of get the job done. So uh, terrorism what happened, what isn't happened really. To Boba Fett? <laughs> I'm sorry, we we're, we're just not going to dignify that with an answer. So... <laughs> but yes, ter- terrorism won't won't be a threat. We we are the terror. Well, the rumor is that Thank your you. uh, your uh, bounty hunter fell in a hole and got eaten. Is that right? Uh, that is um, all speculation. We have uh, no um, information at this time as to the uh, whereabouts of the. Well, see, this is what happens when you outsource. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> this is what happens. <laughs> hey, Java said it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, at the, the final stage here, I'd just like to open up the floor to any um, any specific topics anyone would like to bring up. Um, I'd like to just go ahead and point out the fact that one of the things that you, you commonly want to look for in your candidate is being able to read their face. Um, I mean, <laughs> look, at the, look at the other candidates here. Three of them wear masks, and the other two, you really don't want to see their face. Megatron, you can see exactly what he's thinking at all times. 
So, I mean, Megatron is you a really robot. want to elect you, someone wait, wait. who's going to have see what he's thinking. You really want to elect someone who's going to have to choose between their good polished chrome face or the 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 rag that they wear. I'm I'm just saying. This Megatron, is this is a very simple choice. Megatron doesn't think. Megatron is a machine. If if I may jump in here, um a, a bit of a low blow coming uh from the Decepticon party and I I don't really appreciate uh the the attack on Lord Vader's appearance. Uh if you recall, his uh armor is not a choice but a necessity. Uh most have called it very intimidating. And it but is ma- it might does, I remind it does hide you might I remind mistake. you of the disabilities of our former president Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Oh my god. And uh <laughs> another liberal. And how <laughs> Yes, because walking into a room with a guy with a six foot guy wearing a black suit is pretty intimidating, as compared to a forty foot tall giant robot. But anyway, just saying. <laughs> I can't. You even know what's also intimidating <laughs> is a giant pyramid, and you know what? A pyramid has as as much right to be a president as a giant robot. I really <laughs> scared those kitty cats, didn't it? Yeah, we would like we would like yeah. to submit that a candidate should not be. An animated uh, machine, but very well, whatever. You know what's intimidating? So is we being would prefer at the stake we should next to a bunch of little court? baby bears singing yeah. Yub I'm I'm sorry. Um, the last election <laughs> that Shredder went in. Um, did he or was it an election or was it a fight? I don't remember when the rat kicked your ass. I don't remember how that went. <laughs> Does the shredder answer to Krang hey, or does Krang it, answer to Shredder? I yeah, mean, that's a, Krang's the running mate. Question. But hey, at least I wouldn't get my ass kicked by my running mate, Starscream. <clears throat> First off, uh, anyone who picks Starscream as a running mate is an idiot. Obviously, well, you don't he's been your right hand man for all these years. <laughs> Well, you know, some people, they're just hard to get rid of, you know, you marry into a family, does you know Megatron, how it is. Does Megatron Soundwave is clearly the best, does, you know, does, does Megatron belong to Unicron? I think he's Unicron's bitch. Uh, I think Unicron's a floating head at this point, so we're not really worried about that. Not, not to your doing, though. So you're not going to answer the question. That's a silent answer. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out. So you said Krang is your running mate, right? Number two. Hmm. Yes, connections to Dimension X. Uh, is there X. a particular reason why you went with him over the talking rhino or talking? Uh, well, I think it's obvious. Board? I just this... answered your question. He has access to Dimension X. And this is why you want to lead oh, it okay. answers to no one, like Mumra. Mumra, who's been around for thousands of years and continues to be. And a- who is his running mate going to be? Which one of his little lackeys <laughs> is he going to pick? Is he just going to pick one at random? Because they're all pretty much the same. I mean, all you really do is just sing and dance around a cauldron. I mean, what do you actually well, Mumra, do? Mumra actually would like to extend uh, the possibility of running mate to Cobra Commander, who he seems to agree with a lot. So we, we'll, we'll discuss that at a later date. That that's an intriguing idea. Very well then. Hmm. Mumra and Cobra Commander. Way to think on way to think on your feet, gentlemen. Oh, you know he's just. (laughs) Well, Cobra Commander doesn't have any feet right now. He's kind of. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Once a man. 
<laughs> oh my god. So if we're on final thoughts, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to step in and talk for Cobra Commander. If you would like a severely loyal, severely uh, psychopathic, I mean, terrifyingly uh, charismatic uh, individual. (laughs) (laughs) If you would like somebody who is an ingenious hustler. Hustler is a great magazine. (laughs) (laughs) Endorsement. I'll take the endorsement. Uh, Most dictators are hampered by pretending to pursue on a noble cause. That is not our issue at all. We have no noble cause. It will be a world that is united together as one, run by one, and we will resort to any form of terrorism, tyranny, or slavery needed to overthrow the current regimes. I would just like to add Mumra does also support slavery. Thank you. <laughs> Until Cobra Law shows up and just demands to find out what the hell has been going on, right? Because you know, eventually, you know, your backers are going to—they're going to see what's going on. And I just want to make sure that you're going to get the job done. Because last time when you had to send in that report, it didn't go so well. It was you basically seem- a coup, pretty much. That he didn't survive. You seem yeah. to have stored a lot of knowledge about him in your memory banks, robot. <laughs> I would just like listen, to point out that... Listen, uh, talking beef jerky. I, I really don't need it from you. <laughs> I, I'd also like to point out that uh, many of you have died in the past, and uh, Cobra Commander has had uh, many, many assassination attempts against him and has survived every single one. Still turning down. I give another example of why Mumra would be the leader that you would want because you would want a leader who was uh, ever-living. Thank you. I know we don't want Skeletor because his inappropriate relations with a young Prince Adam who wears purple tights. That's his <laughs> uncle. You don't understand. Mind your own business. Slander. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Calling on someone's sexual preference. So Look, like, everybody so, you know, knows. Redder would have to, you know, go down to that level. Everyone knows that. Garbage. Everyone knows that Evelyn is his beard. I mean, uh, woman. So. <laughs> There's no issue there. (laughs) Let's run through this again. So you have Megatron, who's not a human. You've got Mumra, who's clearly not a human. You've got Vader, who is not human and is a very whiny, emotional person. And you have Shredder, who I am. Let me finish here. Shredder is the most uh, per, uh, the only person that I would agree with in most of the, any of the thing that we talked about tonight. The only thing that I will say about Shredder is that he does not have the experience that Cobra Commander does. Thank you for not mentioning Skeletor. Really M- I didn't get overthrown by my own people. Mumra M- once again uh, would like to express his uh, agreement with the Cobra Commander. Thank you. <laughs> You're agreeing yeah, that. And you... what people does the shredder have? It's a bunch of it's a bunch of kids you pulled in off the street. Oh, and robots. That's right. You you couldn't even you know get the kids together to to do what you needed to do. Eventually, you had to have robots do the job because that's what you need a robot to do the job. <laughs> like clean the floors or <laughs> <laughs> vacuum. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, a robot. Forty foot Roomba. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh a vote for Megatron is a vote for a 40-foot Roomba. That should be a t-shirt. That should be your you know what? That's got to be a t-shirt. <laughs> we're, we're already investing in the campaign now. Vote, vote for Johnny Megatron. 
Take it on Soundwave 16. Why vote for a lesser evil? Exterminate. <laughs> Can we play a game? <laughs> yeah, what happened? To, that's how All we started. right. That is incorrect. The correct spelling for loser is L-O-S-E-R-M-E-G-A-P-R-O-N. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Um... All right, so real quick, just going through some of the stuff that we talked about. Um, you don't have I a guess ma- let's start Autobot with... Matrix of Leadership? No. Not Fuck leader. you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, why don't you have the Matrix of Leadership? <laughs> that's, that's a very valid question. I had it at one point. What happened? Why really? don't you have it now? You had to hang it around your neck. It wouldn't accept you. <laughs> and that Matrix defines who? It defines the what? Leader. Ah. Oh. Leader of the Autobots. Leader of the leader, party. Leader yeah. of the talking machines. <laughs> yeah, and how many times did you get your hands hey, let on Let me throw the, a quarter uh, at you so play some pinball. I'm just wondering, Ayathendera, how many times have you been, you know... Oh, that's right, you haven't. You haven't been able to get a hold of that. That's at least I have hands. <laughs> so, so, again, Once again, just... that are made out of beef jerky. <laughs> Let's let's remind everybody again. You know, so Megatron and Mumra will definitely use the world's resources for everything for themselves, and it will go off-world, including Darth Vader. We're going to include Vader in that one. He will take everything from this world and send it off-world. Uh, Shredder, again, not enough experience. Uh, I'm going to have to say that Skeletor will take everything to his wherever the hell he lives. Cause, Eternia. Okay, well, yeah. it's going to go to Eternia and do nothing. <laughs> so once again. You have to look at Cobra Commander. Who will do it for this world? Here, here. That argument is going to go on long after we stop recording, and I love it. <laughs> this is really a two-person race. We all know that, right? <laughs> really? The, the, and, and who do you think the two-person race it, is? It's only a matter of time before the rest of you Yahoos drop out and, and, and recognize that it's a clear choice between Mumra and Cobra Commander. Who We, again, we would like to see a discussion about uh, possibly uh, bringing him on as a running mate, and uh, then we could resolve all this without any convention. But whatever. We will continue to tolerate your little game that you're playing here. And you know all about games, don't you, robot? (laughs) Just don't challenge him. Well, well, neither one of you two have ever actually laid hands on your terrorist organizations. Uh, we've hit uh, our terrorist organization plenty of times. We've uh, crippled them. You Maybe. personally have done nothing. Shredder, uh, Shredder you have an army of robots also. Shut up. Yeah, but, it, but when they <laughs> could All you have do to do it, is go into the streets I of New York. All you have to do is go into the sewers of New York. It's not like you have to scour the planet for your enemy. I mean, come on. Seriously? Yeah. You would think that if you knew exactly where they were, you could deal with them. You can't take care of the issue. Idiot. (laughs) 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 All right, with that. Darth Vader, we all know you're a puppet of the Emperor. You can act like you're not, but when push comes to shove, you do what he wants. Without the Emperor, you're just just another Darth Maul. I may have taken some funding from the Emperor. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but that is neither here nor there. 
without the I, I have a, been here. I, I will say, Invader's defense, he's the only one that threw his boss, you know, who fucking killed his boss. Yeah. I'm just saying. At the end of the day, Lord Vader's <laughs> yeah. willing to do what needs to be done. And you know, and and connect, personal connections aside. For family. For family. <laughs> <laughs> Loyalty is very important. It is. Yeah. It really but, is. Vader 2016, family first. <laughs> oh my god. I want that shirt so bad. Oh, we're coming up with some good ideas here. We yes. really are. Have you seen my twins? All right. Oh my god. Oh god. In all seriousness, though, okay, so going over the list of people that we have, um, I guess we'll start with uh, if you had to vote for one of these six candidates, who do you think? You would probably end up having to vote for um, Cyrus. Like of the of these evils, of these great evils. Okay. Who so is the, the okay, least the, evil? Right. The question is, who's least destructive to the world? Exactly. And people and it's the shredder. Has might, to be. Shut up. Hang on. <laughs> and who who might actually accidentally achieve some good? Right. Exactly. <laughs> shredder may. Uh, we don't know. What do we know about Shredder's? Uh, Real agenda. I mean, he's just like this very one-dimensional character. Like he wants power and to be in charge, right? I mean, exactly. He has he's no goal. Shiny. He's very. I shiny. look badass while I'm at it. <laughs> badass. Uh, okay, so Darth Vader. I like his uh, his idea of like making everybody do what needs to get done and have an order in the universe. I like this concept. Obviously, I don't like the methods of, that are employed. The means to an end, friend. A means to an end. <laughs> I think I think we can all agree that the most destructive would be Megatron because Megatron mm-hmm. basically wants to annihilate everything and take everything, and and he cares nothing about this planet or people. So well, to see the two I most evil. I do not challenge the, that. The two, <laughs> wait. The two most evil has to be a, a toss-up between Megatron and Darth Vader. They actually, they actually killed people. Would you say Vader, though? I don't know, though, because the but, thing is, is if you were to vote for Vader, if, it, if he is actually no, interplanetary, no. I have a feeling he would leave the planet alone for the most part. Vader is all about order. He's about establishing law and putting soldiers everywhere and making sure everybody stays in check. But if there's so, even a rumor, if yeah. there's even a rumor of of any issue on one planet, he's just gonna blow the planet up. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, <laughs> that is a good point. Well, I can't send stormtroopers in now, can I? They can't hit anything. Well, see, but that's why they're. <laughs> but that's why Megatron or Vader are the most evil. Okay, exactly. I'll give you that. I'll give you because that. Because Megatron Darth killed Vader. Optimus Prime. Darth Vader. I won't say Darth Vader. Darth Vader killed the Jedi. I, well, there. You, I won't say Darth Vader directly blew up Alderaan and all that, but he was there and he was complicit, and you know. So, yeah, okay. Not many other candidates blew up a planet, so we'll just say, uh, yeah. I, 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 I kind of think. I kind of think Vader's like the one. most like evil. Like one planet. I think, I think Vader's the most. Really? Evil. Yeah. Look at all the millions of lives he's. he's I don't killed. think Megatron ever blew up a planet. No, but he killed Optimus. Well, it's like just, Optimus. He, he made to... kids cry in the theater. So uh, okay, yeah, he, he has to be number two. But, but I don't debate that Megatron is extremely. I only almost killed my son. So Megatron and uh, and Darth Vader, unfortunately, are out of this discussion for me. 
Okay, so that brings it down okay. to Cobra Commander, uh, so the Shredder, and Mumra. And is that it, or is there another one? Skeletor. Skeletor. Cobra Commander, okay. Mumra, Skeletor, and Shredder. All right, Skeletor. Uh, again, don't know what Skeletor's agenda really is, other than just being powerful and in charge. Uh, so him and the Shredder are kind of... <laughs> really? Powerful and in charge, buddy. Him and Shredder are kind of in the same boat here. But Shre- the problem with Shredder is I don't think Shredder's even in charge. I think the uh, Krang is in charge. I don't no, he's not. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> so I question the Shredder's leadership capability. So yeah. He I'm does gonna, what I tell him to do. I well, the other question is if you vote him in, is he going to just hand things over to Right, right. And he's an alien and I'll trust alien him. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, so Shredder, you're calls the kettle. <laughs> Shredder, Shredder, you're out. Uh, Mumra, uh, very, very evil. Uh, he's like uh, in league with ancient spirits, evil. Uh, um, but I think he's all sizzle and no steak. Yeah, I don't. You I don't, say I don't... that, <laughs> but what he's actually done with it? Not much. I'm gonna have. You know what? I'm. I'm actually just gonna narrow this down oh right my now. God. And I'm going to say that Cobra Commander probably would be the best chance we have to accidentally be a decent leader. I actually kind of agree. So you 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 agree Cobra Commander would probably be the lesser evil. I would actually say, and I don't know if I should say this since it's also my own candidate, but I think like Cobra Commander and Vader, and I say Vader just because of how many times he kind of won against like the the dark side because of that. You know, mm-hmm. that force just pulling at him. So, um, but yeah, I, I would have to go with Cobra Commander overall. Okay. Um, Lou, who do you think would be the, the lesser evil? I'm going to have to go with. It's either Shredder or Skeletor. You're, what is with the Shredder? Come on, it's man. Them too. It can't I mean, be Shredder. Why would it be Shredder? It has to be the lesser of two evil. He only stays in New York. Uh, Shredder's kind of a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> well, we kind of had some <laughs> leadership that's kind of fallen under that, and <laughs> I'm glad you said I'm that. Just saying, we st- I still have a job and a house. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you what. If you look at Shredder from the movie, from the first movie, then I'll I'll concede to you he could accidentally be a decent leader. Look what he got the youth. It's about the youth. Right. That's why I'll say if that's the Shredder <laughs> we're talking about. Then okay, maybe. But come on, better than Cobra Commander. Shredder would have the vote, that's for sure. At least my foot clan can fight the Cobra Commander created this organization that went across the whole world. I mean Cobra Commander. And then his own invention killed him. No, no. He's not dead. (laughs) (laughs) What happened to the Shredder again? Yeah. He's alive. What are you talking about? (laughs) All right. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think if we're going to go down that road, that route, we're going to end up in the same place. So, yeah. So, what what say you, Lou? Who would you, if you had to vote for one of these six, who would you vote for? The less, the least evil. I honestly, I'm not being a homer here. I have yeah, to right. <laughs> the All most right. evil has to be Darth Vader. He's the most evil. Racist. Oh. The most. <laughs> it's like not even a debate. Megatron is, is like a Ray? distant second. Okay, so most... Ray? Uh, yeah. 
So, so most evil. The least evil. Least evil? Okay, so least evil... Uh, see, I was I was kind of with Mumra for a little bit, and then I'm like, no, he's 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 pretty evil. And so the the only one that I could think of that's least evil is Skeletor because really he hasn't done a lot, and there's he's going to stick to his own realm, and he has no use for this planet, so he's going to leave it alone. So I'm going to go with Skeletor in that one. Uh, as for most evil, I'm I'm going to have to say. Uh, Megatron. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. Agreed. Ray? I mean, uh, Chris? <clears throat> um, least evil. Uh, I don't mean Skeletor. And I know I had him, but I just... It, you know, there's, there's a couple of episodes of He-Man where Skeletor kind of pusses out. Like, he kind of... Um, he's the lesser, right? And that's the point. Yeah, he's not really that evil. No. No, he's not. Um, and he just has one goal. He just wants to rule Grayskull. That's it. That's all he wants to do. So he's pretty one-track-minded with that. So it's not... There's no genocide. There's no world domination. Fair enough. Fair just enough. Just wants Skull. That's it. So oh, I would pick no him. No genocide. We're going for no genocide. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> genocide is a disqualifying factor. That I wow. Yes, genocide is definitely wow. on the list of things I don't want in a leader. <laughs> Most evil? Most evil? Uh, I, don't, I don't know enough about either Megatron or Darth Vader to really say which one's worse. They're both. But it's definitely a running for those two. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. For sure. Um, I'll be honest with you. Y'all have really made me think about this. I, I honestly, I think it's gonna. It would be for me. It would be either Shredder or probably Cobra Commander. And the only reason I, I would I would narrow it down to those two is size. Right, Megatron. I mean, Megatron basically wants to use this planet for its energy and then just leave it as a husk. Um, Vader, like I said, if as long as we're following in step, we're fine. But I was like, well, he might come down and get specific people. Then someone kind of brought it up. Oh yeah, he just wipe out the entire planet, and that's kind of a, a bad deal. That's and it's just, it is just, it is just, just another planet in the Galactic Empire. It's just, yeah, it's just and true, exactly. It's just it would only be a, that's a good thought. <laughs> um, Mumra, I'm sorry, the the spiritual stuff. <laughs> I just don't know where all he's going to go with that. Um. <laughs> Uh, Skeletor, same thing. I, I just don't know what the guy's thing. You know, I don't know where his head is. Like, once he gets the position of power, is he gonna be like, all right, what is my next step, or is he gonna be happy where he's at? Where's Cobra he? Commander. That's funny. Yeah, yeah where uh, Cobra <laughs> Commander has uh, ambitions as for ruling the, the the planet, so he's thinking big scale. Um, I, I just don't know exactly how that would be ruled. Shredder is kind of the same thing, but on a lower scale. I, I just See, think it's about lesser. It's about lesser. about lesser. He has no leadership capabilities. <laughs> How's he going to be just, I think he would choke. I think the... Yeah, yeah. I just think that he would choke. He wouldn't know exactly what to do. So I'm going to have to say Cobra Commander, and that's still, that's still pretty fucking bad. Uh, <laughs> 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 thank God we don't have to vote this way, so... Oh okay, now who's well, the worst? No, no, who's the worst? Oh, uh, 
Who's the worst? Hands yeah. down, um, tie for me. I, honestly, Megatron. I know for a fact. Vader, you might by chance, like you said, like we said, you might by chance be able to uh, fly under his radar by not really doing anything. Like I said, Megatron's just going to go from one planet to the next, sucking its energy until he wins his war. So, yeah, yep. Megatron, hands down, would be the worst one to elect. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Darth Vader at least had a soul. So. Megatron's a robot. <laughs> Just keep bringing up the robot faction, don't you? <laughs> Fucking corpse. Mumra's a technophobe. Can I ask a question? Because while I was doing research for this, I was looking at pictures just to like refresh my memory. And I was reminded of the fact that Skeletor is just like a skeleton. It's a skull. and then, But he's ripped. Yes, and that was, what, that was one of the things I was going to bring up, and I never did get around to it. Yeah, it was like, so, so is, it would President Skeletor like spend... Would Skeletor spend all of his time in the fucking gym? Is that where he would like? <laughs> Health is important to him. But his a lot of baby oil. Off, he was splashed with. Oh my god. Well, he has to impress Prince Adam somehow. Fights <laughs> 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 over. Uh, no, I, he got apparently got splashed with acid, and that's why. Well, he Prince Adam's coming over to get a little skull, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> That happened to Joe. No teeth. No teeth. No, he has teeth. <laughs> He's got a great smile. Yeah, he does. It's weird. <laughs> um. Alrighty then. So let's go ahead and uh, move on to our picks and pans for the week. Does anyone want to go first? I'll go. All right, Lanny. What is your pick for our pan for the week? My pick for the week is going to be Zootopia. I got to go and see it um, over the this past week while I was on break, and I was actually very surprised how much I liked it. It's gotten a lot of really good reviews, um, but it kind of struck me as kind of like a Disney movie that they just kind of do in the meantime between all this other stuff that they're doing. Um, but it was actually really, really good. Um, great voice actors in it, a really, really good storyline. It's genuinely really funny. Um, I loved it. I, I would recommend that you go see it. And apparently it has like a, what, like a 99% Yeah, we looked tomatoes. it up. It has a 99% freshness on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah, which says really, a lot. Yeah, it's really, really good. So I, I, whether you got kids or not, it's funny. So go see it. Very cool. Very cool. Um, Cyrus, your pick or pan for the week? Uh, my pick is the new laptop that I have. I just got this week, and I'm actually doing the show on it right now. Uh, it's a it's actually a gaming laptop. It's a Asus GL752VW. Uh, it's got an i7, 16 gig of RAM. It's got a 2 gig uh, NVIDIA graphics card, a GTX 960M. And uh, it's really cool. It's 17-inch screen. It's a really nice laptop. It's very stable, uh, very fast, and it's not too expensive. I mean, it is kind of pricey, but it's not, like, super bad. So very happy with it, and uh, you know, if you're looking for a laptop that can play games and do a bunch of other stuff, it's pretty good. Very cool. I'm actually going to step in with mine real quick. Um, mine for the week is also a piece of technology. My wife um, previously had a photography business, and um, she stopped doing photography when, our, when we had our boys, kind of like how we shut down the previous site. It was just too much, uh, as you know, especially when you have little kids, it's it eats up pretty much all of your time. And with twins, it was just insane. 
Um, and she's been asking for a new camera for a while now, and I'm like, well, you've got a decent camera. It's you know, it it is a good camera, and um, we came to the realization that her previous camera is actually a decade old, and it's like, yeah, that's God, yeah, it's so probably about time to get a new camera, especially considering you know, I kept asking her like, well, don't you want to get your 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 DSLR? She's like, no, my iPhone takes much better pictures than it does, and it does. So we ended up uh, getting a new camera for her. Um, I actually really was excited about getting it as well because I'm wanting to start doing videos on YouTube, and I wanted it to look really good. So we ended up getting a uh, Canon EOS 70D. It's um, not the highest end camera that they make. Um, actually, the the newer the 70 I'm sorry the 80D just came out. Um, so this was their top of the line for the, kind of their prosumer market, and um, we're still learning all the features and functions. Um, I'm still trying to figure out how to, I can get the audio exactly like I want it, but let me tell you, the the video this thing takes is is gorgeous. Um, so yeah, I can't wait to get some more time and uh, put some more videos up on YouTube of uh, the projects I'm working on using it. So it's uh, pretty exciting. And then the other thing is um, now that she's got a new camera, she's actually getting really excited about uh, starting up her photography business again. So nice. um, well, that was really yeah, sweet we're, of you uh, we're really get, excited. It was really sweet of you to get her a camera for you to use. Ray, what's your pick or paint for the week? Uh, I, I kind of have a two-party here. So my first uh, potential pick, I'll call it, uh, is induction headphones. Uh, it's a bone induction headphones. Uh, and I'm saying potential because <laughs> oh, I will tell you hopefully subtle. hopefully next <laughs> month I'll get a pair. We'll oh, see where it goes. Uh, <laughs> Intent, wink, wink. <clears throat> Birthday's coming up. <clears throat> uh, so anyway, uh, it's a, uh, a headphone that you don't need in your ears. It actually goes through the bone uh, to vibrate your inner ear. Um the bones in your inner ear, and then that way you can hear everything around you so you can be on a bicycle or something like that and still be safe. Or if you are in an area that needs hearing protection, you can wear hearing protection while still listening to music. So so that was kind of cool. And then the other pick that I I do have is uh, Chris is making these fantastic uh, (laughs) whoopie pies. You're not getting any, though. I don't care. Wait, 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 what? (laughs) What kind of pie are we talking here? It's it's called a whoopie pie, and it's like this. Oh, is that what they're calling it these days? No, no. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, do you uh, you ever you ever eat you ever eat any of those in bed? <laughs> no, so it's an it's like an Oreo, but it's like a homemade. No, Oreo. Just really <laughs> yeah, she's posted pictures of them, and they look awesome. Yeah, they look really good. Wow. <laughs> I'm just so I, told you, I told you it was a good magazine. <laughs> Chris, what is your pick or pan for the week? Lou and Cy, you're a bunch of hosers. <laughs> wow, I've been called a hoser from a Canadian. That's I feel like that's like the like, ultimate sin. Don't, checking don't it off the list. That's on uh, off the uh, bucket list. Okay. There you go. Well, you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Whoopie pie, FYI, is two chocolate cake rounds with marshmallow icing in the middle. So there. Thank you. <laughs> they look great. And then what do you do with it? <laughs> you could probably shove it up your butt. How about that? <laughs> hey, go get me a burr. 
<laughs> Are we going back to fix my car? Back to the All right, Chris, what was your pick or pan for the week? Is that the kids and Ray have been off for the last little while, and it's been really nice to have everybody home and ah, and then we've been very chill this whole week, sleeping in and kind of doing whatever, and it's been nice. Awesome. Yeah. Hey. What's your pick or pan? Well, I'm going to end it on a bad note. My pan is the Texas Department of Motor Vehicles. <laughs> they need to get out of the Stone Ages. So I get my uh, my state inspection for my car, but it wouldn't let me renew online. Like They're making me go to the stupid office to show them that I passed inspection. It's nuts. <laughs> Bunch of assholes. Gah. Give the times, man. Even Canada's is online. Yeah. Well, they say it's online, <laughs> but it's not. Yeah. That's... You probably just didn't know what you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, to be I fair, that know. site is pretty complicated. Usually. It has more than three bucks. It's like, anyway. Yeah. Did you try turning it off? And back <laughs> <in again>? <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please make sure to go to wherever you uh, watch or listen to the show, whether it be iTunes or Stitcher, and give us a five-star review. Uh, there's a place for you to leave a review. Don't worry about doing that. I'm the only one who reads that. Uh, instead, who do you think is the least evil of the characters that we put forth tonight? Um, so, uh, like I said, in the place of writing a review, just put in there, why do you think Cobra Command would be the best one to choose? Or Skeletor, or, God forbid, Megatron. Maybe there's something you've thought of that would actually make a de- make you know make him be a decent leader that we didn't come across. Um as I said before, you can also check us out on uh, YouTube. We do put this show up on YouTube now, uh, so you can go and subscribe over there. Uh, and then, of course, you can follow the site on uh, Facebook and Twitter. You can also follow our individual wacky adventures as well. Uh, Sire, where can we find you on the Internet? Videogamevirus.com or on YouTube. Just do a search for Cyrus Martin or Video Game Virus. You'll find me and all the videos that I do. And, of course, on epicallygeeky.com. Laney, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at it's a Laney Bird. Um, it's, it's not interesting. It's just really boring pictures of my dog. Sounds great. In Disney World. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. Chris, where can we find you on the internet? Um, on Instagram at Lake Life Mama and on my blog at the Imposter Syndrome dot uh, WordPress dot com and on Epically Geeky. You should get Pretty a website good. that's that thing that you just... What was that fire thing you were talking about? <laughs> uh, I'm not talking to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say, by the way, that I started following Chris on Instagram, and her Instagram is super cute. Yes, it is. I told you. Yeah. <laughs> Ray, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, best place to find me is Lake Life Artist on Instagram. And he's been posting pictures of his art, and it's it's good work. Good work, sir. Thanks, man. Uh, Lewis, where can we find you on the internet? Epicallygeeky.com. And he, right. also and, a, <laughs> he also did a, a, a video on my... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, and, of course, you can find me at Optimus Gene on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. Um, I've been trying to post more stuff. I'm actually getting to the point I'm starting to build the boys' uh, uh, proton pack, so hopefully my feed's going to start filling up with uh, lots of pictures and videos of that. For everyone on the site, 
Have a good night.